the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plumb Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H dot com. You can also find their new resource, Glad You Asked, answers to 12 tough questions about Christmas that you need answers for at that website, r4h.com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. On the broadcast today, I'll visit with Dan Rollins, content editor for Beautiful Christian Life, as we discuss Do the Ends Justify the Means and Lying from a Biblical Worldview. You want to stick around for this fascinating discussion, and you want to reach out to me as well via this email address, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Love to connect with you, have you share your thoughts about the show. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, the Plumline Radio at gmail.com. Support for the Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Abundant Life Landscape, your irrigation repair specialist. Call them at 619-277-2410. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. Support for The Plum Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. On today's edition of The Plum Line, I am excited to be joined by a man who was a guest once before. We talked about some military-related things last time, but Dan Rollins will be my guest. Dan is the content editor for Beautiful Christian Life, an online site where they have lots of excellent articles covering a number of different topics. Fits in pretty nicely with what we do here on The Plum Line, look at various topics and issues from a biblical worldview. And uh, Dan's site where he is the content editor is beautifulchristianlife.com, beautifulchristianlife.com. It's all one word. And so you can check that out for more information. Welcome back to the broadcast, Dan. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here, Jay. I look forward to our talk today. 
Yeah, looking forward to this discussion here about the ends justifying the means, a concept or idea that, well, man, I guess, obviously developed because it's not from the Bible, it's not scriptural, and we'll get into that here and talk about how that's not a biblical principle, the ends justifying the means. But you have uh, a column that people can find at that site, beautifulchristianlife.com, Do the Ends Justify the Means, from earlier this year. And so we're going to dig into that. But first of all, I guess a little explanation. I think most of us understand what we mean when we say this, and we've heard people say it. Maybe we've said it ourselves uh, at some point in life. Hopefully, uh, you know, after we become a Christian, hopefully we understand that that's not a biblical concept, but some may still be in that vein. And so what do we mean when we say uh, the ends justify the means? I think the idea of it, and especially the context that I was writing in, is what some people might call a white lie or really asking or trying to answer the question, is it okay to lie if the ends are good? In other words, is there a good reason to lie? And my answer is an unequivocal no. And and that's what I hope to convince people of, or at least cause them to think about it a little more deeply from a biblical perspective. And that was my point in writing the article about the question, do the ends justify the means? Sure, yeah. So it sounds like we're going to focus particularly on the lying, deception aspect here, but certainly we could look at various aspects if we had the time to broaden out even. But, you know, there are those who'd say, well, it was okay to steal the loaf of bread because I was starving. So that would be another example of the ends justifying the means. So, yeah, there's a variety of different areas that we could look at, but we're focusing on lying. Yes, that's correct. And and especially... From a Ninth Commandment, I'll use an example with uh, Rahab and the spies in Jericho, trying to answer that question and trying to be truthful to Scripture and the Lord's character, which is truth itself. Yeah, and it is. This is a challenging thing because it's very easy to see how people would have a belief that the ends justify the means because, you know, you look at uh, a variety of circumstances in life and you think, boy, it seems like, uh, and Rahab's a good example that we'll get deeply into here, but it seems like, you know, that, that lie that she told uh, certainly helped out and <laughs> ended up being a good thing, but that's not really an accurate way to view it. And again, we'll get much more deeply into that in just a bit here, but I want to set the stage by talking about what we're going to say here. And I think, what would you say, I guess, in our society that we're in today, why is this such a popular philosophy, the ends justifying the means? We could start with James Davidson Hunter and the death of character, and he points out a few examples where men, even such as Martin Luther, Thomas More, and others were given the opportunity to, if you will, lie and save their life. And they chose to be faithful to the Lord in terms of truth, and especially truth in one's conscience. But I think today, it's a real issue that lies, I think, sad to say, seem to be rolling off people's lips with the justification that, well, it's for a good purpose. And, you know, even over the last few years with COVID, you could look at the controversy of masks, vaccines, lockdowns, and it seems like people are saying, well, we didn't really tell the truth, but we had a good purpose in that, a a broader benefit. We could look at human sexuality and the issues of 
LBGTQ, gender identity, or same-sex marriage, trying to justify what is a lie in terms of how God created us, and lying by saying, well, they love each other. It's a good end, in other words, even though we know many of these things in God's creation are not true. Politics, probably the most debatable issue in our day, the idea of manipulating public opinion for what some justify as a good end. Well, I'm going to lie. I'm going to create some deception because I know that it will lead to a good result politically or in terms of the nation or the culture. And it seems to be, in my mind, becoming more and more prevalent. And so that led me to look more at it from a Christian perspective. And especially as some have taken some biblical examples to say, well, here's an example of untruth leading to a good end. And so we ought to look at those examples and answer that, well, the argument goes, maybe there are some good ends where lying is justified. I think that sets the context for what I wanted to uh, write about. Yeah, definitely. And the number one example that comes up is is Rahab, typically, when people mention what you said there. And get to that more in just a second. I have one more thing I want to bring up since we're kind of going down this road here. And it is, you know, the reality is this is very complex and very difficult. And I'm going to be uh, completely honest here. I want to bring up uh, the Ten Boom account. And I've brought this up in other editions of the Plum Line, too, because I know Betsy Ten Boom was deeply torn. And I imagine the whole family was about the deception that they were they felt that they had to do basically and I, I don't know if they ever had to outright lie you know like if they had somebody was beaten on the door and Germans were beaten on the door and they had to outright lie and say no there's no Jews here wouldn't doubt if they did but you know nonetheless there was certainly a measure of deception there and she was very torn about that I've I've read about that and seen that I think depicted in some of the the films and I, I try to put myself in that context and I think you know, honestly, I'm quite certain I would have done the exact same thing. But what I wanted to bring up or say is that in any of these circumstances, even ones as difficult as that, I think when we go the route of lying, take that route, we are losing or missing an opportunity for God to do something that could be, you know, incredibly miraculous. Are you kind of following my train of thought there? Yes, it is a dilemma. I mean, the ethical dilemma, I think, is called the dutiful lie. Is it right to lie to save a person's life? And the biblical examples are right along those lines. I think the idea there is, number one, very, very few of us, at least in our day, are ever faced with that type of, if you will, moral dilemma. Do I lie to save someone's life? It really is a difficult case. With the Holocaust, especially in the example you gave, very, very difficult case. It's not my intention to go into those hard cases because I think they're as difficult and as tragic as they are. I want to talk more generally, if you will, about lying for something else, not necessarily to save one person's life, but just lying in general for what we deem to be a good end, whether that's the white lie we tell at home or something else in our in our work life or elsewhere. 
Yeah, and definitely those are the cases that come up a lot more frequently. Very, very rare that we would be put in a spot to lie to save someone's life. But we all easily can do those quote-unquote little white lies to try to get to the end that we want to reach. And so I'm going to go ahead here and take a break a little bit early in the broadcast here because I don't want to dig into the Rahab account here. I want to kind of make that flow together without having to separate it by a break. So we'll get to that in just a, a bit here. Stay with me on the plumb line. My guest is Dan Rollins, content editor for Beautiful Christian Life, We're talking about his column, Do the Ends Justify the Means from a Biblical Worldview? So stay with me, and as you hear the advertisers in this break here, let them know that you appreciate uh, their support for the plumb line. They make it possible for the show to air in your area by covering the airtime costs. And so do business with them. If you can utilize their services, at the very least, tell them thanks for sponsoring The Plumb Line. You can reach out to me anytime at this email address, theplumblineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumblineradio at gmail.com. Stay tuned. I am so pleased to have Reasons for Hope as the national sponsor of The Plumb Line. The mission of both of our ministries is to proclaim the gospel and to train people to look at every topic and issue from a biblical worldview. You can discover more about their many fabulous resources and their debunked video series or request one of the R4H speakers for your event or maybe attend an equip youth retreat or rally all at r4h.com. To learn about the Plum Lines partnership with Reasons for Hope, check out the blog postings at r4h.com, and you can find the Plum Line station directory and podcast link at r4h.com slash theplumline. Be sure to leave a note saying thanks to Reasons for Hope for supporting the Plum Line. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Batt at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Open Door Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. Proverbs Payments is a partner with The Plumb Line in helping me to raise the funds necessary for broadcasting this gospel-proclaiming show. Proverbs Payments is a Christian credit card processing company who is kingdom-focused instead of profit-focused. To learn about how they can benefit your business or ministry, visit ProverbsPayments.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Plumb Line. I'm your host, Che Rudolph. On the broadcast, I'm joined by Dan Rollins. And Dan is the content editor for Beautiful Christian Life. We're talking about a column he wrote, Do the Ends Justify the Means, that you can find at beautifulchristianlife.com. And right off the bat in that column, as you would expect or anticipate, the story of Rahab from the scriptures is brought up as being one that really fits well with what we want to talk about here today. And so, uh, Dan, if you would, just kind of fill us in. I would imagine most are familiar with the account in the scriptures here in Joshua. And Rahab's brought up a few times in the Word of God in the New Testament as well. But uh, in Joshua, what's, what's the account here? Just kind of relate it to us, if you would. 
Yeah, so this is the story of, of Rahab and the spies from the nation of Israel as they cross the Jordan and the first battle that they're going to enter is Jericho. And so Joshua sends the spies into Jericho to basically gain intelligence before they do battle. It's important to know that Rahab is commended for her faith in helping to save the spies because the spies are hiding, of course, from the king of the city of Jericho. And she protects them. She hides them. They go to her house. Rahab is a prostitute. She has a home. She has her family in the home. The spies go there to hide from the king of Jericho who hears about them. So he sends messengers to find them, sends messengers actually to Rahab. And she tells a lie that she doesn't know where they were from nor where they went. Later, Rahab asked the spies for their protection when Israel would surely come and destroy Jericho. And later in uh, the book of Joshua, Joshua 6.25, she's commended. Her entire family were saved by the Lord when Israel destroyed the city. So the question is raised, she lied to save the spies. Is that a valid biblical example, commending a lie for good reason and suspending, if you will, the ninth commandment, which says we're not to bear false witness. We are to tell the truth. What do we do with this dilemma in terms of Rahab? Mm, yeah, and one thing I would note on this is we're not talking about someone who had God's word. In fact, she may not have even been aware of the ninth commandment. And so let me just ask you that first. Does that make any difference? And I'm just thinking of Romans 1, for example, where the answer is right there. We're told that it doesn't make a difference if we were aware of the law or not. We're still bound by it. But, you know, looking back into Rahab's day, does that make a difference that she maybe didn't know that what she was doing? doing was wrong? No, unfortunately, before the Lord, ignorance is no defense. Sin is sin. The law makes us aware of it, of course, especially in terms of the gospel, makes us aware of our fallenness and our need for a Savior. Uh, It helps restrain evil in the world, knowing God's law, but it's not an excuse for breaking God's law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems to me, too, just before the break, I was bringing up, you know, the Ten Boom example, and sure, kind of some similarities between their example and what Rahab was doing here with the spies. And so you might think or say, well, she could have not lied and handled this differently here, and maybe God would have done an amazing miracle, as I said, you know, about the, the Ten Boom situation. But honestly, I feel like that wouldn't have even crossed Rahab's mind at all because of being a, a Gentile, a pagan, and, you know, that's one of those things that just came natural, I'm sure, to just lie. Sure, and it obviously helped save the spies, and God used it for good. Rahab, if we look at how Scripture views it, I mean, Rahab in Hebrews eleven thirty one, she's commended for her faith. She is not, I should say, though, Jay, commended for lying. It's, it's her right. faith that she's commended for. Hebrews 11.31 says, By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies, hiding them, caring for them, likely giving them food and water. 
But I want to make that it's a fine point. It's her faith in the Lord that is commanded, not her lie. In the book of James, James 2.25 commends her faith as well. She's an example of saving faith which are demonstrated by good works in helping the spies. It's the help for the spies that she's commended for in the book of James. It's notable, too, that Rahab is honored in the genealogy of David and Jesus in Matthew 1.5. She's in our Lord and Savior's genealogy. She later became part of the nation of Israel. She married the Israelite Salmon and gave birth to Boaz who then married Ruth, who is in the genealogy of David, and then, of course, um, by extension, um, the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So she is commended for her faith, but there is nothing in Scripture that commends, if you will, the breaking of the ninth commandment. Her lying is not commended. Yeah, and what we find so cool, is what I find so cool about that is just our wonderful God, our amazing God, how he can use a, a prostitute, Rahab, and she ends up in the line of, of Jesus because he can use sinful, broken vessels in incredible ways, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, uh, of course, there's none without sin, so all those who are in the, the genealogy of Jesus um, are sinners just like we are, and yet God uses them and even a prostitute who's a, a Gentile, a pagan, even for his glory in the line of Jesus, which is really quite amazing and quite revealing about the love, the mercy, the kindness, and the perfection and the truth of, of God himself. Mm, yeah, such a good point. So, And you bring up in the column here that it is tempting for us to look at this account and consider the lie and say, well, this must be approving of the lie because that's how the spies were delivered, because she lied. But there's never any approval of the lie in any of those texts that you looked at. That's correct. Now, I don't, I don't want to, if you will, quote Calvin to appeal to authority. I think Scripture is our authority, and as you said, Jay, the Scripture doesn't approve of it. But may I, may I read a quote from Calvin on this particular mm-hmm. question? You bet. So Calvin, in his commentary on Joshua, we're, we're in Joshua 2, of course, says, it's a rather lengthy quote, but he says, as to the falsehood, Rahab telling the lie, we must admit that though it was done for a good purpose, it was not free from fault. But those who hold what is called the dutiful lie to be altogether excusable do not sufficiently consider how precious truth is in the sight of God. Therefore, although our purpose is to assist our brethren, to consult for their safety and relieve them, it never can be lawful to lie because that cannot be right, which is contrary to the nature of God. He goes on, he says, on the whole, it was the will of God that the spies should be delivered, but he did not approve of saving their life by falsehood. And I think he gets to the heart of the matter there. God often uses our sinful actions and turns them for his good and for his glory. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to spend the second broadcast of this two-part series here 
addressing that in more detail. But Calvin's comment there is kind of cool to me because it confirms basically what I was saying earlier, that I think one of your statements or one of the statements he made there was that it was the will of God for the spies to be delivered. In other words, if Rahab had told the messengers that came, yeah, the spies are hiding up under, you know, I I put them up underneath the flax or whatever it was (laughs) upstairs. If she had been honest and told the truth there, I believe 100% that God would have miraculously delivered them somehow. And, you know, she wouldn't have had to lie. And that's kind of confirmed by what you were sharing. Yeah, absolutely. God's will will be done one way or the other. But it is, I think, a beauty of his sovereignty, his providence, his will to accomplish his good, even in spite of our sinful actions, which is really to me, a glorious understanding of the nature of God. Yet he is truth. God is truth. And to Calvin's point, his character does not change. And the Ten Commandments, the Ninth Commandment, reveals his character, his nature, that is true. And we need to have and strive for having great respect for his character as truth by our telling the truth and our loving the truth because it is his character that is true. Yeah. Well, this also displays the fact, the reality, that there is forgiveness available for any and every sin. And so Rahab, obviously, by being commended in Hebrews there for her faith, uh, was forgiven for that sin of lying and all the other sins that she committed as well. And we can be too. And we're going to get more into that in the next broadcast as well. So be sure to join me for the next edition. We'll talk about uh, a general rule in regards to this discussion and get more into how God can use those mistakes, sins of ours, for even good purposes, as he did in the case of Rahab. So stay with me for the next edition, or I should say join me for the next edition of The Plumb Line, where we'll discuss those matters and more. Do the ends justify the means? Is the article that you can find at beautifulchristianlife.com by my guest Dan Rollins, and we'll get into that more In the next edition, you can reach out to me and share your thoughts, comments, questions about the broadcast via email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Is that address? Plum is P-L-U-M-B, B at the end of the word plum, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you about anything at all. And we'll see you next time on The Plum Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.